you're listening to Successfully Effing Up by CMB. I'm Cherie from Pepper and Me. And I'm Bets from Magnolia Kitchen. You can listen to us chat about real life business. Uh, the joys of raising toddlers and teenagers. And just generally making shit up as we go along. With a fair amount of fuck-ups and eventual successes for both of us, we hope you enjoy listening to our behind-the-scenes chats on this podcast. Get into it. Welcome back to Successfully Effing Up with CMB. We are on episode five. I can't believe we made it this far. That's pretty epic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what are, what are we going to chat about today? Well, I think today we need to talk about being in a rut because we've both kind of disappeared over the last month and <laughs> just had all this stuff going on and I don't know why I feel so – I've written the word rutty. It's not, it's not a word. Rutty? Rutty. rutty. Yeah. Can I throw, throw out the word bitchy and bitchy, like yeah. negative and like, oh God, I don't even know what I'm doing at the moment. Yeah, you've Seriously. been and I, angry. And I've just real been, angry. I've just been real absent, like, absent. absent. Yeah, yeah. Gone. I have. I have. Yeah, because oh. I even. It's not even just about cooking. Like, where? What's going? What's happened? <laughs> I know. I keep messaging, like trying to guess what's going on and stuff. <laughs> I know. I had like three texts from people. Like, Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Um, anyway, we'll talk about that a bit later on because we've got to start with our wins and fails for the week. Yeah. Yeah. I just got an email today with which is going to be my fail. Um. Oh, cool. I knew I knew it was happening, but get the email, it's kind of like, oh, okay, yeah. For sure. Fuck that one up, didn't I? Um, so we've been working really hard on the packaging for Kitco and the branding and the theming, and I had decided what I liked, and it looked really good. We'd been working on the t- packaging for the tongs as, an, as our yeah, that looked epic. first thing. Yeah, but um, so we we got it I liked it and I sent it off to the tong lady and she sent it to the to the packing lady whatever whatever and then he transferred the des- that design onto the cookware and I didn't like it anymore so what? I know oh it's quite hard to explain but the, the the outline shape of the tong looked really cool on the tongs box but it didn't look cool on the cookware so we started from scratch again and we did all the design again and then we came up with those the three colors and the little blobby shapes and it looks awesome I'm really happy with it but it was too late for me to change the design on the tongs box so i've got a thousand pairs of tongs <laughs> in these beautiful boxes but oh, they're not... no. i know and it's the first part of my cookware line and it, that'll be first to arrive so i'm just not quite sure what to do with them limited uh, I... edition oh, well, yeah limited edition or i might do like <laughs> them in gift boxes or something and try and get rid of them because i really want to have that brand really nice and unified when it comes time to yeah work. No, I think we'll figure something out. We always do, but and obviously the product's so, all the same. The tongs are exactly the same tongs. It's just yeah. in a different box. So, so the box that you've got that you're not happy with has got tongs on the side. Yeah, of it. yeah. It's not bad. Uh, I was happy with it originally, yeah. but then we we kept yeah. working on it and it and managed to get it way better. The branding, oh, that's with that. the colorery kind of blobs of all the three different colors. Anyway, so yeah, a thousand pairs of tongs that we're gonna try and sell as fast as we can oh my win my win i was i was just gonna say if it makes you feel any better i'm running two logos at the moment and i yeah so cool i don't think people cool. notice as much as we do we do yeah, yeah, i really I don't know, they I do. know because the box is actually the same color so it, it ties in with the color and the logo is the same so it's just yeah. the theming of the brand i guess that's different uh, yeah but being the first thing it would be really nice if i got it right but of course i didn't <laughs> But remember, remember, nobody starts. I know, I know, especially not us. 
<laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, when? Okay, moving on, moving on. When? Oh, this is a bit of a, a story, a bit of a yarn, Renee style okay. yarn. Yep, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So we've got this wee business group with this bunch of ladies that I meet up with once a month and we kind of chatter over a subject. Like last week we talked about marketing and we've talked about some other stuff. Uh, and there's just like... That's like a subgroup to your women business thing. Yeah, eh? not really though because we just invite whoever oh. we feel like it. So okay. there's only like okay, four cool. of us and then usually only two of us make it. No, three of us yeah, make yeah. it to the catch-ups. Uh, anyway, I got this message yeah. from this lovely girl who has a car seat company and she said to me that she wanted to meet up and talk business stuff. And I was like, hey, join our group, our business group we're meeting next week. Come along. It's not serious or anything. We just kind of mull over ideas. Uh, and then the previous month, myself and Angela, who's from Sort My House, had been ha- in a major, we've been having issues because we're both trying to import things and we both have no idea how to uh, how to import yeah. things. And we're just like, yeah. I wish we knew someone who could help us, who was like an expert in this field. Uh, and we've both been real stuck on it. We haven't found anyone to help. We're trying to wing our way through this completely foreign world. Uh, and anyway, so my car seat friend, my new car seat friend, her name's Holly, she came to the meeting and we both said to her, oh, you must do a bit of importing. And she said, yeah, I do. But I actually spent the last 15 years of my life working in freight forwarding. So she literally knows everything. There is everything, knows every yeah. single person in the whole, throughout the whole process of of the importing the great right. it was just like this fate moment because that was exactly the discussion I needed to have that day and she just showed up there out of the blue and can I be friends with her yeah too? definitely she's really nice okay, she's, cool. she's really cool. onto it and the most you know how people get you can tell when you meet someone and they're so passionate about what they do and yes. she was so knowledgeable and and really passionate about it and it's always nice to meet people who who are that passionate about what they do so that was my one. It's just yeah. like one of those moments. That oh, that's like, good. Oh my gosh, this is meant to be right now. So epic. yeah, it was epic. What about yours? Starting with fail, fail, fail. Okay, I'm just going to say something before I go into the fail because as like prep notes, we've put together like, you know, what we want to talk about as our win and fail and everything like that. And Sheree and I have got a, I'm talking to the listeners now, not to you. <laughs> That was weird. I just like completely changed. Anyway, so we've got a a, a group chat thing where we like quickly jot down ideas. And so I thought, oh yeah, cool. I'll go there. I've copied one across and I copied across the wrong fail. And so what I said that I was going to talk about is my fail is not what I've copied. So I've just read it and I've gone, oh, there's a fail nonetheless. And I'm going to go on with it, even though it wasn't what I was planning. That was long winded. You're failing at fucking I'm failing at failing. I know. I'm failing at failing. It's like fail on top of fail on top of fail. This one is actually super fucking apt because it's what I've just been fucking ranting about today. So what I feel is a failure and it's on me is I've managed to make a business around making myself approachable. And unfortunately, that means not being able to handle the sadness, disappointment, emotions that people put my way and in the way that I handle it and take it on board like everyone I I can't seem to compartmentalize how I deal with other people's expectations of me if that makes sense so and it's something that I'm it's something that I'm constantly trying to work on how I take on board and how I interpret things and at the end of the day it's not on me it's on other people I shouldn't be responsible for their expectations of me you just gotta be a tin man like me but I yes how do I be a tin man? Oh, I'm, way too, I'm way too like emo and like, I don't know. You are. I am. It's like too 
honestly, who cares? But no, I mean, yeah. I say that, but then sometimes I do. I that's why I go absent. I feel like that's the whole reason I'm in this rut is because I just I just you just get over all the feedback that you don't want, yeah. and it just gets too much. Yeah. I can think, you? Can I request? Yeah. Can I request? Yeah. read that message oh, the one that yeah. I just read you yeah okay yeah. okay can you read can you read it just so people get an insight into the shit that you have to get yeah okay so hang on a sec I'm just gonna pull it up this is like this is like live on the fucking fly well because she just before we started recording she just got this nice nice wee message to start uh, your evening <laughs> so basically today I've had a strongly worded rant about people taking photos of my recipes out of my book and sharing it in closed Facebook group it's something that is ongoing it's something that I know that I'm always going to have to deal with but it's still something that I feel like I should be allowed to rant about and get upset and angry about because at the end of the day the person who's doing it or the people that are doing it are breaking the law and it's a copyright infringement like it's written in the book like a copyright infringement I don't know how else to say that other than that's what it is I ranted about it today and somebody has (laughs) I'm just reading it directly off the phone so it says and I quote Get over it, you greedy, money-obsessed cow. You've monetized just about every aspect of your business. A stray recipe here or there isn't going to bankrupt you. Jeez. What exactly doesn't wind you up? Everything makes you into a ranting, ranting, raving, loony. Lessen your workload and stop being so greedy for the money and maybe, just maybe, you might chill out a bit. Yay! <laughs> Yay for my life. That's good life advice, isn't yeah, it? She should I be mean, a counsellor. Uh, yeah, and I just I know realistically that that person, they've got zero posts, they've got no profile picture, they've got 15 followers. It's obviously like a troll account. Yeah. It shouldn't affect me, but it, but it still does because I'm human and like I know that even if it was a real message, I know that that person has got absolutely no creativity or no empathy and has no experience in hustle and trying to fucking make a business from nothing to feed your family. And that, that one recipe that she's talking about, that took me a long time to write and it's all part of a huge a book and if you think that that one person is sharing that recipe if exponential how many times people will be and this these are just ones that I find out about yeah you know and so it just it infuriates me to no end a that it happens but b that people have that sort of reaction like to call me <laughs> a greedy money obsessed cow just trying to earn a living here the best I know how you <laughs> motherfucker so, it's, so <laughs> it's, it's, it's so interesting that people like everyone's all for like self-love and self-worth and like believe in what you do and oh but then when it comes to actually forking out money for something that someone else has worked hard for unless it's a physical product people don't seem to respect it and I spoke about this at like another business thing that I went to a couple of months ago yeah and you've got to stick to your guns and know your worth because your knowledge is worth something as well it is it so is yeah you don't just go and gosh I mean people actually Actually, pay more for knowledge than any product ever yeah. and as they should as in, they in should. The scheme of, yeah as they should and we get a lot of people not wanting to pay for recipes with the club because they're like i've bought these products i should yeah. be entitled to recipes and it's like well if you buy something from the from the supermarket do you are you expecting um unlimited recipes with your tomato sauce as well like what why is this mentality happening we don't charge much for them yeah and, yeah. It, and it's small it's small self-made businesses that people fight against. Like they don't fight against these it big is. massive corporate. They fight against these small businesses, and it's like they why? Do. They do. I don't. I don't it's know. Your I, value. 
and you really have to stand strong and, and have faith in, in your time yeah. and knowledge being worth what it's worth. And the fact is that we use the club to hire uh other people yeah to, it's not like, just other people who are stay-at-home mums or like you know we try and help them out we also do our all our charity work for from the club money as well so like we've raised money for homes of hope women's refuge the gumboot foundation heaps of different things and yet, you know i just don't still, carry on about it yeah but yeah they fight it anyway yeah anyway what, so that was your yeah, win so that was that was my like lengthy fail um my win. Okay. And this is, this is a huge win. Um, and in previous episodes, I, I think I highlighted one of my fails was, um, that one of my staff members had was leaving. Um, and so now I get to say that my win is that I split her role and I've hired two new staff and my business is so much better for uh, that change. I'm still sad that Abby left, but the two staff members that I have that I interviewed and I hired are top fucking notch. So I've got Sue, who's front of house, and then I've got Serena, who is my admin manager. I seriously, things are just fucking grand. So grand. It's so <laughs> Oh, good. Every time I'm just, I understand how you feel because every time I hire like well, an extra staff, I'm always so panicked. I'm like, oh, I can't afford yeah. it. But then within weeks, they, it, it's, they pay for themselves. They already they, grow my business. Yeah. They do, and they each do their part to grow the business. Yeah. I've hired my wholesale rep, and I was just so panicked about not being able to have enough work for her. But she goes out and yeah. gets the work. So yeah, it's there. It's amazing. It is. Um, it's incredible. Got to got to take the leap and do it. Yeah, and it's and it also is uh, there's something really empowering about. I hate doing interviews and I get so overwhelmed with the amount of people that I've got to look through and I'm like what if I hire the wrong person and I just regret it and stuff but along the way I've learned about my gut and how valuable my gut feelings are and so it's yeah. so weird how I end up hiring as well because I literally don't put much stock in anything other than an interaction with the person even their qualifications or anything like that it's so much as so much of it is about that interaction and I'm like straight away perfect awesome I don't even ring the references <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the same I'm the yeah. same I only I only interviewed one person for the manager's role because you just you know straight away you're like you're perfect yeah so. yeah so don't <laughs> win yay back on top awesome <laughs> Awesome. That's good. Yeah. Look at me monetizing my business. Every aspect. Oh, you're so fucking greedy. <laughs> I'm a greedy cow. <laughs> good insult, by the way. Greedy mm. cow. I like it. Should we move on? I feel like it ties quite directly in with our yeah, I agree. topic today. I agree. Though, but anyway, so creative ruts and general ruts. Do you think you've been in a creative rut or just a whole life? I absolutely think it's been a creative rut and that has flowed onto a general rut. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so it's affected my whole life, but I know I, I now know where it's come from. What about you? Do you think yours came from Melbourne? No, 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 absolutely or? not. That was just a, I mean, it, yes, it was part of it, but it wasn't about Melbourne. And so this is what I've tried to explain to Harley is that it wasn't about coming home from Melbourne. It was that, so basically there was a sequence of events. So for the last 18 months, I've worked on this massive, massive project, which is the book. And it's all been about like just focusing on, you know, A, finishing the book, B, getting it off to publishers, C, launching pre-orders, you know, D, like launching the book um, and then doing media and promotion for the book. Constantly being sold out of the book has been very stressful. Oh, poor me. I'm such a money-grabbing cow. <laughs> 
so stressful being sold out. <laughs> you know, get that snarkiness through the whole fucking episode. So then there was, yeah, so there was doing that. And then as that was just coming to like a tipping point of finishing, it was looking forward to the Melbourne trip and doing the signing in Melbourne. And then after that, it was like cricket, nothing. Like I had nothing, nothing yeah. on my plate, absolutely nothing. And I think that complete drop was just like a ton of brick for me. And I, I don't do well with having a empty calendar schedule, whatever. I've got to have at least something on the go and a project and something that I'm really enthusiastic about and like passionate about as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, it took me probably a week of being a giant, raging can I say that on here or do I have to mark that as (laughs) giant raging cunt (laughs) I can always just put a bleep over that (laughs) yeah it took me about a week of that and like poor I feel so bad for like Harley because he was like oh my god she just like she she had such an amazing time over in Melbourne that she just doesn't even want to be part of this family work was just like everyone just carried on without me family just carried on without me and it was I felt like I was just surplus to requirements in every aspect of my life so funny I know I felt I mine has been completely opposite because I've actually got so much on my plate in every aspect of all the businesses and I'm not really achieving anything in any of them because I need to be focusing on one thing. Like, I really need to be focusing on the cookware. But I'm, like, ringing up chip manufacturers and, like, oh, I've got this great idea. I want to make man rub chips. Can we do man rub <laughs> chips? And everyone's like, you've started the aioli. You've started the jerk seasoning. You've started – you're doing man rub butter next week. You need to do your cookware. There's, like, a million things that need doing on the club website. And you're ringing up chippy companies. <laughs> I know. <bye-bye. laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. It's genius. It's a far better idea than doing bloody cookware. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it's funny how um, we, like, yeah, we're both in the same kind of, like, mind space, but we've come at it from completely different angles. And it was the same when I got home. It wasn't that I felt surplus. Like, I just had such a nice time away, and I really thought that after four days I'd be dying to get home, and I just wasn't. I could have easily stayed another four days. Sure, I'm and then I got home. I know, I know. Gosh, so tempting. Um, and I got home and it was straight away, mummy, 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 mummy. And I was just straight back into it and exhausted again. And you kind of feel like I said to Shannon, some, I think it was my mum asking us if we were having another baby. And I'm like, honestly, no, not after my Melbourne trip because I've realised that that's what I want to be doing yeah. with my life. And Shannon's like, what, drinking with your mates? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes, and that's exactly what I want to do with my yeah. life now. Yeah. So that didn't go down yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, I just, just a little bit of freedom but I, I probably I'm right in the thick of Business and baby. Uh, the parenting yeah I mean Kit's walking in just that young, early walking phase is probably the hardest because you just can't yeah. leave them for one yeah. second and he is particularly intense <laughs> But, you know, it might be just another intense year and then it might get a little bit easier, <laughs> maybe. So, yeah, I definitely didn't feel like I was surplus. I just... Missed Melbourne. I just didn't... I just wanted another yeah. holiday. It was so nice just sleeping. Sleep is I so know, nice. Right? Just, like, get my one bag, my small bag, put my phone in my key and go. <laughs> and that was it. That's all you need to take out. Oh, so you nice. You know, it's, it's anyway. so funny. You know, I, I just... I've never... I feel like I've never not being a parent so parenting parenting thing for me it doesn't that doesn't get me like my I mean fuck it's fucked me off like oh my gosh um but and, and especially at the moment like Edward is a stubborn stubborn like 
literally dinner tonight. He'd finished his dinner and there was leftovers and we offered those to him, but he was just like screaming at us that he wanted Marmite toast like as his leftover. We are like, we're not making you Marmite toast. And he's just like, okay, Edward, here's the deal. This is all that's on offer. Calm voice. Edward. <laughs> Hell to his logic, his his four-year-old, almost four-year-old logic. Edward, this is what you've got. This is what the leftovers are. He refused to eat James's leftovers because they had James's germs on them. <laughs> and then and then it was just a mom. And I'm just like, so that's Edward at the moment. That encapsulates him and James. I feel like that sums up parenting. Oh. <laughs> every day, all day, every day. Peppa has, has heard that lecture so many times. She actually gave it to Kit tonight. She's like, Kit, that's what's being offered for your dinner. <laughs> you need to eat it because there's nothing else. I'm like, that this is, is awesome. You're so good. Yeah. You're not getting so anything good. else, yeah. Kit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. So I guess, yeah. So I think it's it's funny because like I just I the parenting thing well it fucks me off and everything like that I'm I don't feel like I know any different because it's just always been like all of my yeah. life so yeah yeah I don't know so it's it's coming at, at it from different angles I know that I can that I can go on a holiday I guess with no qualms at all of leaving my kids behind <laughs> like oh. just fine. yeah it's it's all the other things like business like money clearly I've got mountains of it because I'm a I've monetized every aspect of my business yeah, and I'm such a cow, cow but you know yeah, yeah fucking whatever <laughs> I think another contributing factor as well is that I finished with my my mentor I've signed, oh no okay yeah, no, so, and I'd, I'd signed back on with them but I took a couple of weeks uh, probably like six weeks off and because yeah. I didn't have that like grounding get your shit in order just reboot every single week with my mentor I, I felt like I was just like just drowning in it I wasn't having that reset every week and again quite powerful eh yeah. the mentor it's yeah. really it's really amazing yeah worth worth it definitely worth it and I, I started back with him last week and before that I've, I've signed up for some pretty big projects which I can't talk about um, <laughs> and um, so that's got my brain re-engaged and re-enthused and stuff I did you know I'm still I still have what I've been calling a creative hangover but I chatted with my publisher about it and she was like that's every every single author goes through this and I'm like bitch why don't you fucking tell me like come on (laughs) (laughs) thanks for the heads up um and I get it I get it every time I do a market I I have what I call a social hangover that where everyone sort of shows up and expects you to show up like a hundred percent and so you have to sort of force that not force it because you know that doesn't sound authentic but I don't know it's just intense it's just intense to be on yeah on the whole day yeah Yeah. switched on is what yeah is what I mean and so I do I think I experience it a lot with that sort of thing and lately with signings that the book coming to an end has has been something like nothing I've experienced before in terms of my mental state So interesting, eh? Yeah. I, I remember feeling the same after my wedding, actually. You build up to something for a year yeah. and then it's over and you're like, oh, all I've got now is a massive debt. Uh, well worth it. Yeah, yeah. Again, well worth it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just clean, babe. Love you. Yeah, it's definitely that come down, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so do we have any, like, big groundbreaking advice for people who may be experiencing this? I think winter has a lot to do with it as well I think so too it's quite depressing isn't it being cold and don't really feel like doing anything I'm I'm really struggling with the food at the moment I don't know 
Why? I don't know why. I've just got no inspiration. I thought Melbourne would give me lots of inspiration to start cooking yeah. all these different amazing meals, but it just it just didn't either. I, so I, I've just lost it completely. But I love watching the food TV. So I've been trying to jam in heaps of food TV. I love reading books, chef books. So I've been trying to get back into that. And yeah. then just uh, I did a post last night about just trying to take everything back old school, like scrape away all the cool, all the all the food trendy, fashion, food fashion, food fashion, scrape it all away and get back to the bare bones of simple homestyle cooking and then work from there. Yeah. So I've done a bit of a meal plan and I'm going to try and stick to that this week and fill some gaps that we've got on the club website and hopefully that'll get us into it because I, yeah. I keep going on at Shannon. I'm like, Shannon, we need to stop doing what we're doing. We are eating absolute rubbish all the time and it's making me really depressed because you eat rubbish, you feel rubbish and then you're miserable and then you just eat more rubbish. It's just like this Vicious nasty cycle. cycle. Yeah, It really is and I keep going on at him but he doesn't do the cooking it's all on on me yeah and then I did an online shop for the week so I had my my seven healthy meals and I put in a bag of Snickers bites <laughs> and he pulls out the list when he's unloading the groceries tonight he's like who's are these Snickers bites <laughs> yeah, straight away on the defense I'm like fucking attacking my Snickers bites <laughs> and I was like it's one fucking treat Shannon like what the and he's like well you're the one who said you wanted to eat healthy <laughs> throwing it back in your face <laughs> don't you fucking talk to me about being healthy <laughs> he can't do anything right because if he brings home chocolates i'll be like stop stop feeding my my bad habits and then if yeah. i buy the treats and he growls me i'm like oh <laughs> psycho i do i do feel oh sorry God. for him sometimes there's I definitely no winning there's no winning in that um yeah. scenario yeah <laughs> should have had oh, in the snickers bites it'll be interesting to see if like just forcing that um, meal plan just for a seven days like gets you back in the flow of being enough to be a bit of a reset yeah eh? like yeah. A, yeah like a reset because what do they say about like it takes however long to 10, ten days I think yeah. to break a cycle yeah yeah food wise yeah yeah so maybe I, I think it will day one. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and if I can eat well enough to feel like exercising, then I will. And then I'll yeah. feel way better. And that'll be that's key for me. And I know it is. But I just don't. I'm not a natural person. Some people like just love exercising and it's just part of their day and it just never has been I'm for like, me. But when I. I'm laughing so much because you just said, I'm not a natural person. Well, oh, okay, like, cool. yeah, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm authentic. I'm not a natural exerciser yeah. kind of person who does exercises. Yeah. I mean, yeah, people who. No, do you know what though? Once I think, like, that's just another habit though. Is I know, I know, and then like, I feel amazing when I'm in the habit. Yeah, and even you, you, I know, you, I know. You did like, like three runs, and you're like, I'm a runner now. But you know what? <laughs> that. Like, I didn't talk about it much, but I talked about it recently, uh, how I've recently been to the doctor and getting tests and stuff like that for rheumatic arthritis, I think that's what it's called. Um, But that arced off with the running. Like, I couldn't walk one day, like, completely, like, my hips completely seized up and stuff. And I was just like, fuck. And then I waited one day and then I just pushed through it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Running's, like, the hardest exercise on your body if you've got yeah. sore You should do swimming, swimming. Oh, I don't like Something water. Terrific. I'm like an eating by a shark. Oh, a shark I love <laughs> No, you don't and what? In the swimming pool. Uh my brain I does love... weird things. <laughs> even even in the swimming pool. Like I, I literally like I'll see my shadow and I will like start swimming away. <laughs> 
when we're older, when we move in together, yeah, yeah. Um, we can go to aqua jogging together and I'll look Ooh. after you, okay? So with a noodle? Can I have a noodle? Yeah, uh, yeah, you have a noodle and you actually have a belt, okay. a floating belt. Oh, yes. You wrap it around. Okay. It's amazing. Well, I don't know. I've never tried it, but it looks amazing. Oh, my God. Old. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of monetizing everything, we should sell them. <laughs> What aqua joggers? Yes, we can put cool. <laughs> we can put cool prints on them. <laughs> New merch alert. <laughs> Money hungry cow. Um, I'd buy that. I would buy that uh, because there's only uh, ugly and orange ones. Yeah, you know they would be they would be fucking like top of the line. Like they'd be so cool, so cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down. I'm gonna fucking like earmark that, and it's gonna be great. Because you know what? If I'm gonna be diagnosed with something that means that I've got arthritis I'm going to develop a range of stuff to make my life better oh absolutely yeah absolutely because <laughs> you're a greedy cow <laughs> <laughs> you can't help yourself awesome. thanks for the content <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah i think social media has been another part of being in a rut and not knowing what to talk about on social media anymore because i've just i think my following's grown quite a bit in the last i don't know maybe six months yeah and i just feel i literally feel like i can't say or do anything without getting some form of feedback that you don't want and it's it's with the kids it's with my cooking some and people even just little comments and they're like oh that looks gross it's like oh why do you know what yeah i don't know i don't know and it's just so not necessary and i have advice okay okay so i think you need to talk about it more the i think you need to and i'm not suggesting that you like make your make have rants or anything like that because you know that's my jam um (laughs) clearly i've established that as my jam um not that that's all i do i mean come on but what I mean is that I think that often, because I'm almost shocked to hear you say this because you don't talk about it. And so, and even to me, and I'm like, what? But I just, I, I don't think- talk about it because I don't want to, I don't want to. You don't want to polarize it. Seem like, no, I don't want to seem like I'm whinging about having followers. No. Because that's an awful thing to do. And it's amazing to have followers because I wouldn't have a business yeah. without my followers. They're yeah. amazing. And I think it's so, so wonderful that they it take is- the time out of their day to check in with me. You know, that's so yeah. powerful. So for me to go and say something negative that is to me just isn't right. Yeah, I personally feel that there is a way to package it in a way that allows people to know that it's happening, but that you're not like you're not complaining about having followers or or that, but almost like educating people on how to be a decent fucking human, just how to interact, how to interact with people, and that (laughs) it's actually not okay just to to flippantly send off like type out a message and hit send without thinking of the person's feelings behind that screen like that's why I that's why I do and I know that every time I do it and every time I talk out about it I always have I go through such a range of emotions of like regrets like maybe I should haven't said that maybe I should haven't talked about that like what if I'm ostracizing my my customers or my like followers or my community and everything and then it's like I instantly am blown away by the outreach of my community and how I would say 90% of them are so positive and so supportive of of these discussions and the amount 
amount of times that I get people that say, I wish more people talked about this stuff because more people need to know the effect yeah, having on true. the person. And it's I mean, just, and obviously yeah, but that's, I mean, that's just me personally. Like, it's not going to work for everybody. You would never say things like that, but then there's always some people. And people have people have such strong feelings about everything, parenting in particular, and then also about food. You know, everyone's got beliefs about what they eat or what they should people should be eating or what kids should be eating. And then same with parenting. And I was quite interested the other day. I did like a Q&A box. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a couple of hundred questions on there and maybe only 2% were personal ones. So all the rest were about peppermint products, Kitco products, club, things like that, which was quite an eye-opening for me. So I think people yeah. stopped connecting with me as a person and are you are seeing Pepper and me as an account as a business account which is really interesting so I don't know whether to maybe leave that as that and take a step back or to be like I'm here I'm here I'm still here guys I I've just needed a I, little rest <laughs> dive I don't back know. Into it. my initial opinion immediately is and and this just doesn't come from me this comes from all of the podcasts that I listen to about um social media marketing and like running businesses and what uh like what other people's like opinions are of what what their community want and everything like that and it's about and it's and it they like a lot of people talk about what separates our businesses from like these big corporate businesses and why big corporate businesses aren't successful on social media and it's because people don't uh, relate to them and they don't relate to them because there's not a face or a personality or anything like that behind them and so it's really hard to get behind them on social media they're still successful businesses but they they were successful businesses before social media was a marketing tool yeah yeah that's true and I've always so, believed in that too that's what all that's why I've showed up you know that's why I've been there yeah yeah, yeah. I guess my sales haven't stopped without me, which is quite, it's like, what's going on? What's the shift? You know, what? No, um, I experienced the exact same shift with Magnolia Kitchen when I used to work in the cafe full time and when I was doing the baking and everything like that. And I noticed that when I wasn't at the cafe, the cafe would do less. And I was like, how do they know I'm not here? And then it just became like impossible for me to be there 24 seven. And I gradually wasn't there as much. And then that it stopped being a thing. The my my presence stopped having effect, an effect on sales. And I think that that is just like that should be celebrated. That business growth. Yeah, yeah. And, stabi- asking, and stability as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think I don't think that it's necessarily that you should take a step back from being the personality of your brand. I think that you should just celebrate that 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 is that's a positive shift in your business. People eventually, if you if you completely remove yourself from, not that I'm suggesting that what you were insinuating but if you removed yourself from the business like visually or whatever you would notice eventually you would notice a drop yeah without yeah so so I think business as usual like we both I think both of our businesses what has made them on some level a success or a perceived success is the way that we do run our social medias so I'm just going to roll with that yeah and I actually I was a little bit down disheartened yeah when I when I had all those questions I was like oh gosh do, do you guys not want to see me what is it uh, and that I do want to be there you know I want to be there I want to talk I want to show up and I just need to try and engage more it's really hard to engage with so many messages um 
when you are time poor as well, though. Yeah. Uh, and people don't realise that, that if you are replying to hundreds of messages at a time, it's like there's an hour gone and I've I've only got two days a week where I can actually work. Um, yeah. So in my spare time, I need to be working and I work a couple of hours at night. I try and work when Kit has asleep. And if I'm trying to reply to everyone's messages, stuff yeah. just doesn't get done. But then I feel bad and people think I'm rude, which no. is awful as well. And it's just, it's quite a lot of pressure. It is. Sometimes. And people I, have been talking about it more lately, which is good. I think yeah. our awesome followers are probably starting to be a little bit more aware of that we're not rude. It's just, it's all time. And, 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 yeah. So I've, I've talked about it quite a lot recently about how appreciative I am of my community. And, but at the same time, like reminding them that I am only one person and that yeah. in a perfect world, I would reply to every single message with a heartfelt message because I think that that's what their messages deserve. And I feel yeah. really horrible that, yeah. that I can't. But then at the same time, it's like, okay, so either I completely make replying to messages my full time job, which is not a good, good use of my time. And I think that my community would agree that that's not a good use of my time. Or I employ somebody to reply to my messages, which is inauthentic and I refuse to do. And I think my community would agree with that. And so the only way for me to deal with it is to is to remind them that a double tap is an acknowledgement from me. And I don't I don't like doing it, but I would rather that than nothing. I'd rather that than ghosting them. Um so I think continually reminding people of that, I think that that's important. And I and then I go back to that thing. Like if, if somebody is going to have a problem with it or get angry at me for not having the ability to respond to them, they're not actually my community. Like they're not the type of person that I want as part of my community. Yeah. If that makes sense. So that's what I kind of have. That's how I kind of have to like rule it off in my brain because yeah. it's it's fucking overwhelming. So it fucking is overwhelming. overwhelming, and I think that's kind of just pushed pushed me and pushed me and pushed me. And now I go to like talk about something. I'm like I I can't deal with the thousands of messages I'm going to get, so I'm not yeah. going to talk about it, which is just not yeah. good. But I think it's just establishing the status quo and just and and just yeah, yeah making making that shift and just reminding people that you do appreciate them because you know while I do you know how you said about calling out people for being rude or being mean or anything you don't want to feel like you're bitching about like your your followers or anything like that it's so important like just to balance everything out so I always try to like follow up anything with just some sort of positivity or like community or like oh, yeah. just re-establish the balance of hey there's actually like a really good reason why you're here why you tune in yeah maybe I am ranting a lot lately but you know it's not always like that it hasn't always been like that and it's not always going to be like that and and I do try to filter in the the positivity to go along with it I hope yeah yeah anyway I feel like I'm ready to take it all back on and back into it tomorrow and we'll give it a crack I'll be cooking again and hopefully that'll what's on your meal plan for tomorrow oh you know what like right back to the old school chicken kind of casserole with the dumplings on top but like it's it's going to be like like so with a whole roasted chicken i'm going to smash up the carcass and make chicken stock with it and then use that to make the gravy for my shredded chicken and then i'm just going to do those old school little dumplings i'm going to do some parmesan and some italian stallion and my little dumplings and pop them on top of my sounds Yum, but it's not the like part. you could do it. <laughs> no, you couldn't do a vegetarian one, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, it yeah. uh, and then I want to do some like Thai fish cakes. Oh, oh, yum. 
What else have I got? I think I want to do do a one pot chicken thigh thing with some smashed potatoes and roast tomatoes and herbs and goodness. Uh, and I I can't remember what else. It does sound good, and it sounds. I'm inspiring. into it though. I'm going to do some testing of this new jerk seasoning, and hopefully I've nailed that because I'm quite excited about that. I think it's going to be a good product. Yeah. You know what? I think that that's what you need in your life. I think you need a good product release. I do. I've been so stale, but now I've got. Yeah. You've been working got... so hard on this, on like Kitco and everything. Like I that know. No immediate like uh, fulfillment. There's no, not that like no. excitement and that high of like of, of all your Releasing edits. Releasing like, something. I know. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. I miss it. I miss it. But yeah. at the same time, I'm, I'm just. Yeah. yeah we might good. send out, we might send out a bottle of rum and a pineapple and some jerk seasoning and see what everyone comes yeah. up with. Caribbean <laughs> party. Oh, it's going to be good. I've also been thinking a lot about Kitco launch party, like a massive launch party, kind of like your book uh, launch party. Yeah, but, over there for it. Um, I'm thinking like get a band and have like <laughs> champagne on tap and get a caterer and sell tickets so that everyone can come and just have uh, the option you know for everyone to yeah, come. Selling tickets, you're just fucking monetizing every part of your business. I know, because really I'm, I'm a greedy cow, uh, but no, to pay for the band and the champagne would be what the tickets would cover. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no shit. For, because I want to be a high roller and have a band in champagne and a caterer. I'm keen. Yeah, it's going to be a good time no matter what, right? And then people could come, see the cookware, be the first in line to buy some and just have a massive Great. party. Yeah, dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff's going to get loose. <laughs> dancing, yeah. What's the goals? What's okay. I've got a goal for this week. What are you going to achieve um, this week? Goals for this week. I am going to, I can't tell you about that one because it's a secret. Oh, okay. But other goals, other goals, other goals. Frick. Oh, that's what I um I wanted to work on. I have got a contact for a for producing a gluten-free flour mix. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Because we've got we've currently got two that we use in the shop, and yeah. they are good for a few things. Each one's good for a few things, but I want one that's good for everything. So I want to develop it and monetize it because I'm a money hungry cow. <laughs> Greedy cow. Greedy cow. Just change it. Change your name. Yeah. GC. Yeah. Greedy cow. Yeah. Like your t-shirt made. Yeah. <laughs> sell it and sell it. <laughs> sell it and sell it. <laughs> oh my god. Uh yeah. So that's yeah. That's so. My goal for this week is to make contact with the person um and see if um I can go down that track because that opens a huge amount of doors for me because. Yeah, you need to hurry up. Like so, by the time by the time this like episode airs, uh, fuck, I'll already have announced it, mate. I'll be fucking like raking it in. <laughs> cool. Lock it in. Lock yeah. It in. in. Okay. So should we wrap it up then? Yes, let's do it. Uh, yeah. And we'll see you next week. Yeah, we will. Thanks for listening. I'd love some feedback, actually, to, yes. to know and that people are enjoying so, what we're talking about. I was going to say, um, if people, now that we are, like, regularly doing this, if people could pop on and give us a rating of only five stars, that would be epic. It sounds quite greedy, but you know what? Let's just go for the top, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so hop on hop onto your, your um, Apple app or whatever and, and rate us and stuff, because then it helps people find us in the search. Oh, that's good to know. Some feedback on our on our insta successfully effing up and don't forget to use the hashtags as well all right you've been listening to successfully effing up 
by CMB. You can follow me, Bets, over on Magnolia Kitchen's Instagram, which is an authentic reality dose into my life as a self-made business owner, a mum, and everything else I feel the need to share. As always, we would love to hear from you, our listeners. Let us know what you would like to hear us chat about in the future episodes or just drop by our Insta at SuccessfullyFNUP. Uh, and share your wins and fuck ups for the week. And our hashtag is hashtag my win my fuck up.